Businesses all across the planet are looking to make connections with people. Well, guess what? Divine Connections Magazine is helping businesses not only walk in their purpose and passions, but to get connected to their potential. That's right. You've got to connect to your potential and you can make it happen now because it is time to know your work. As you get connected to people all across the planet, Divine Connections Magazine will make it happen. And get featured in the magazine today and get your copy now because there's no other time than a divine time to get connected to Divine Connections Magazine. Hello and welcome to the fabulous world of Dream Builders Realty where we are fulfilling dreams and lifestyles. My name is Trish Adams and I'm the owner operator and I have a fabulous team here to help you with your real estate needs. Whether you're looking to buy, sell or invest in real estate, we're here to help you. If you need questions on down payment assistance, if you have credit that's not so great but you need some help with that, we're here, we are your go-to people. So please feel free to reach out and we can help you with any of those needs. And you can contact any of our fabulous agents at 336-770-2712. Dream Builders! Great day, great day, everyone. This is Dolores Williams with Divine Connections Magazine. Hope all is well. Make sure you like and share. We're going to have a phenomenal broadcast on today. So Divine Connections Magazine is a magazine that comes out quarterly in print as well as online. We connect with different businesses, entrepreneurs, gospel artists, pastors, anyone that's doing something great in the community. And we are here to make it happen and help spread your good news. So if you are interested in being in the magazine, you can simply email Divine Connections Magazine at gmail.com or text 336-338-8903. All right. So subscribe to our website if you want to stay connected with the updates and the news at www.divineconnectionsmagazine.com. We are also located um, on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. We're also on Instagram at Divine Connections, one word, and YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that as well at The Divine Connections. And you can also click the notification to get the updates when we will be on and different things are going on with Divine Connections. So make sure you do that. In order to order a magazine, I would love for you to do that. It comes out quarterly and you have options whether you want the digital copy or the printed copy, um, the current copy or the yearly subscriptions. You can do that at divineconnectionsmagazine.com forward slash subscriptions. And I am grateful to have coming up my 11th magazine anniversary. It's going to be Saturday, September 11th. And we are almost there. Just a couple of more days. Next week, next Saturday is the day. And so I only have a couple of more vendor spots. So if you would like to be a vendor, we can see if we have a spot for you. You can text 336-338-8903. And this event is going to be in Hall River at Beyond Measure Ministries at 904 East 
Main Street in Hall River, North Carolina. If you would like to be on the show and share share your business and your ministry and what you have going on uh, with Divine Connections and would like to be on there every time we're on um, Wednesdays from three to six before after we're taking sponsorships and we're doing an agreement for three months. So you can be on there for three months so people can continue to see who you are and what you do. And with the 30 second slots, you can do that. And our email is divine connections magazine at gmail.com if you're interested. And we'll give you more details about that. So again, this Saturday, next Saturday, Saturday, September 11th is going to be divine connections. 11th magazine anniversary and as you can see we have our gospel artists our praise dance our moms we have a food truck the mc we have our guests coming from detroit michigan um and we are going to have a phenomenal and vendors we're going to have a phenomenal time networking and worshiping together and giving god all the glory for what he has done for all of us so tickets are only 12 dollars and you can get your ticket at divineconnectionsmagazine.com forward slash events. And if it happens to be really close next week, maybe Thursday or Friday, then just come to the door and pay the $12 when you get there. Okay. So that's an option as well. If you are a business, a ministry, if you have a book or you're a gospel artist and you would like a 30 second or a 60 second commercial, email us at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. All right, so to stay connected with us, text 336-338-8903 or email divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. I am honored to have been nominated for the Dunamis Gospel Awards um, that actually started today. And you can vote. I will be under the category of media publications for the year and Divine Connections will be there. So if you don't mind, I will be honored to have your vote. Um, at you will go to www.dunamisgospelawards.org and then you will find a, bo- a red box that says click here to vote. You will click there and there are different categories. Click one person in each category. But when you get down to media publication of the year, make sure you click Divine Connections, Divine Connections, Divine Connections. Awesome. And it's unlimited. So you can continue to vote um, from now up until October 8th. So when you have spare time, I would love for you to do that as many times as you would like. Awesome. Awesome. So I thank you in advance for doing that. And so today I am honored, honored to have a young, young woman um, that's doing phenomenal things with uh, the young people. So, you know, we need a lot of young people um, and leaders to guide our young people. And so today I definitely want to share with you the Smart Scholars Academy uh, with the owner of Miss Felicia Jones, but I want you to see what she is working on. So stay tuned in and we're going to watch this video. It's your girl, Felicia Jones, and I am the proud owner of Smart Scholars Academy and Smart Scholars Foundation. For those of you that have been following me, I am super, super excited to come before you on today to tell you a lot, not a little bit, a lot about what's going on here at Smart Scholars Academy. Um, You very well may know that we've moved into our um, building and we're excited about 
the next level and where we're going with Smart Scholars Academy. To those of you that are contemplating, do you put your kids in pre-K or what's the next move for your child? I invite you to come over and take a look and tour our facility. We have an amazing time here. Most importantly, the reason why I wanted to come today is to tell you that we're getting ready to embark upon our 2021-2022 school year. And if, you, if education is important to you, education is important to me, this is where your child should be. We pride ourselves in education. Um, our theme is where every child is a scholar here and they're smart enough to know it. So I invite you to come on over. Check us out at www.smartscholarsacademy.com. What I'd like to do right now is allow you guys to hear a testimonial from one of our families who is super excited about her child being here at the school. So today I have with me my sweet, sweet girl, Janae. Hi, Janae. And then I have her mom, Miss Edwards, her and her dad um, bring Janae here every day. I'm super, super excited to have you guys with us on today. Miss Edwards, welcome. How are you doing, Ms. Felicia? Doing well, thank you, thank you, thank you. One of the things that I love to do is just to kind of bring um, my parents to the set and allow you guys to talk and share with us about your experience at Smart Scholars. So tell us a little bit about your experience and Janae's developmental growth thus far. Um, how's that been going for you guys? Well, we started out in September uh, after COVID kind of hit and shook things up a bit. Yes. Um, but our transition uh, with her leaving her old day care coming to smart scholars mm -hmm. has been nothing but positive and enjoyment and every day we see a different growth in her yeah. um the class started off small which was perfect for her um she started at the age of three they started uh she started she learned she knows how to write numbers letters names um she could recognize them she can tell you the uh life cycle of how butterfly comes about yes, from caterpillar <laughs> to cocoon to a beautiful butterfly. Um, her confidence has grown as she's learned and she's changed out of her shell so much. Yeah. And she loves to come every day. She's asking about her teacher, Miss Monica. Yes. She's asking about Miss Felicia. She's yes. ready to get here and see them and have a good day and tell us about her day when we her. Ms. Edwards, you started out with us when we were in the home. So most of you know that we started out in our house and then here we are sit today in a huge 4,200 square building. Um, and one of the things you said it, and that is true, we went through a lot of transitions with opening up the building and coming out of the house. And I think I, I remember I closed the daycare down in December and I was like, hey, we'll be up and running in January. Boy, was I wrong. Ah, what, January, put work March? We didn't even open until March. We had all the conflicts of permitting and everything that we had to go through but y'all stood in here with me y'all held on you waited for us to get the daycare open and for that i'm super, super excited what would you say to the parent that even now because we're still on the verge of facing COVID again the the, the, the the numbers going back up and um we try to make sure that our school is as safe as possible as COVID friendly as possible in the sense to um attack COVID should I say or prevent COVID should I say uh, what would you say would be probably the most positive thing that you guys see even with our transition of moving in, in here and then dealing with you know the COVID issues the positive transition I would say would be uh making sure parents kids mask up um if kids have a running nose that any kind of cold system keep to them at home I know um it's been several times that she has to miss 
a week at a time because of allergies, right. congestion, right. runny nose, symptoms of a cold, yeah. over-counter medicine, and we kept her at home. Yeah. And I think with parents doing that, that helps a lot cut yeah. down on the spread yeah. because so many people don't want to be tested yeah. and so many people don't want to be vaccinated, which is fine. But you have to do your part in keeping everybody else safe. So if your kid's sick or you sick, mm-hmm. don't come inside the building. Come on. Keep your child at home. <laughs> no, right. girl. Wow. Wear a mask. Have somebody else drop them off or yeah. stand right at the door and allow your kid yeah. uh, for the teacher to come and get the kid from the door. Yeah. Um, take all precautions necessary to keep it from spreading. And that's exactly. how I think we have been able to uh, be open mm-hmm. as long as we have. Because since you opened up the location, you have not had to shut down or had Jesus. any yes. COVID scares or anything like that. And I yeah. think that's due to you keeping to your strict uh, precautions that you have asked for parents to follow. And parents are following it. I know for yeah. me as a parent, I really appreciate that because that helps her from getting sick exactly. and having to have one of those drastic Exactly. And one of the things that I did was I put out the letter and I informed parents, if your kid has a runny nose, if they have a cough, any of those symptoms. So that's one of the things that I, I do. I hinge my hat on and making sure that our kids are safe, making sure that we are all using those precautions. And unfortunately, it may be that your child has to stay out for the week, right? Um, from time to time due to the fact that we want to make sure that our kids are safe here. So thank you for being on the set with me today. Thank you, Janae. <laughs> I super, super appreciate you guys. They've been amazing parents with us. And one of the last things that I would like for you to share with the audience is, and that is um, your, you, we talked about your experience. We talked about Janae's developmental growth. But one of the things that I, I pride myself in is education. And you said that. And so your experience with us as it relates to education. I showed you we're getting ready to change our curriculum curriculum this year. And literally we're excited about that. What would you say or how important is education to you as a parent, you and your husband? How important is that to you guys in the sense of making sure she gets that education even at an early age before she goes into the public school? Education is very important. And like I said, I really appreciate the approach you take with the kids and helping them get to where they need to be. I know at times you're taking them one-on-one mm-hmm. after doing the whole class, because I know we had a rocky start <laughs> because she was not used to having to sit like she was at school mm-hmm. in her previous daycare. So it was an adjustment. There was a little resistance, Yep. but uh, <laughs> after a month or so, yeah. she, she was it. rocking and rolling on mm-hmm. top of it mm-hmm. and was a trooper. I love it. I and love it. I really appreciate everything you do. Like I said, you care about these kids like as a person. You care about their education and you have a relationship with each and every one of them. Even now, you've grown and each one of the kids have their own little special relationship with you, and I really love it because you really don't get that much because sometimes it's overwhelming yeah. for the education yeah. system with the teacher to student ratio. Yeah. So I really appreciate it. My husband, we both really appreciate the time and how you worked with her and made her feel comfortable and welcomed. And she's shining and stepping outside of her box, and we love it. And that's one of the reasons why we stuck with you through you. the process of COVID, the transition. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with me. We, we stuck it out for the it, it was worth it for her. And we want the best that we can have for her, especially at her early age. It's very, very important. And you have to be careful who you have 
your children around um, the habits they picked um, up and what they're being taught. So I really appreciate that she's learning the very important tool and process of learning and how to get ready for when she does go to kindergarten. Yes. She's going to be a pro. Yes, she is. She's going to be a scholar. So thank you guys for joining me on today. I super appreciate that. I am always, always, always looking for ways just to um, enhance the school. And one of the things that I thought about doing was just to kind of bring on families of the month and let you guys talk about the school and talk about your experience here. And so thank you for being my first candidate. You're very <laughs> welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Janae, for being with me on today. Can you tell everybody bye-bye? Uh, Janae's my child. She might might not talk to you. You just have to let her warm up to you. But thank you guys again for being with me on today, Ms. Edwards. You're all welcome. Okay, folks. There you have it. Smart Scholars Academy is the place to be. Um, we are embarking upon the 2021 school year. I can assure you guys, they're not going to be virtual learning this year here in Texas. I, I, I'm telling you, we're getting the communications. Um, so we want to prepare you as you prepare to get your children to go back into the public schools. If you have a pre-K and if you're contemplating sending them to the public schools or sending them to child care, Smart Scholars Academy is the place to be. Check us out. 14634 Highway 6 in Rosharon, Texas, across from the lakes of Savannah. Go out and view our website at www.smartscholarsacademy.com. Education is important to you. It's important to us. So come on over to Smart Scholars Academy where every child is a scholar and they're smart enough to know that. That was phenomenal. They hit on a lot of good things. Hold on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wonderful. I love that. They hit on a lot of good things. So no further ado, we're going to bring in Miss Felicia Jones. How are you? <laughs> Hi there. Good afternoon. How are you? I am well. Great afternoon to you. I just love what you're doing in the community, how you are. I know that was, uh, I wanted to play the whole thing because you hit on a lot of points in that video just from A to Z. Um, and I would love uh, if a lot of uh, other people would do the same thing, but I love what you're doing and you got to start from somewhere. So introduce yourself to the audience and tell Hello, them. Hello world. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Thank you so much, Dolores, for having me on. I'm super excited. I've been so busy this year that I haven't really been slowing down and marketing and promoting my business. It's just been, we've, God has been so good. Like we've been running, running, running. And so here I sit today, just wanted to slow down and spend some time with you and, yes. and literally talk about the business and share with, you know, um, everybody who we are and what we do. So I am the owner of Smart Scholars Academy. We are a licensed child care center in Rosharon, Texas. Now, let me just say this. We actually started out in Harris County, which is Houston. We started out in Houston. Um, I did the daycare for three years out of my house. Um, loved it. Was licensed, governed by the state. Was making that money. <laughs> you have 15 kids in your, 13, 12 kids in your house and no overhead. And I always, always, always prayed. And I believed that God was going to open doors for me to get a building. And sure enough, in the midst of a pandemic, I was able to move out and move into a building. And here we sit some 4,200 square feet of um, space 
that that we operate our child care center out of to god be the glory <laughs> and so um it's just been an amazing amazing journey that i've been on i have always prided myself in two things and number one is education and number two is to impart into the lives of our children yes. i'm a firm believer that if some if we don't reach our children today then we will miss them on tomorrow and uh -huh. so we go forth and we go out into the vineyard and we really service the children and that's who we are and that's what we do at smart scholars awesome awesome i love the concept i love the love i love the spirit of excellence like we need to take you and multiply it in every state man that right, right. <laughs> oh my goodness that was definitely yeah. appreciated and i love that before they even get to kindergarten you're setting them up um for what's next that's right you know and i love that i love that so what has uh, and you got a testimony already so how many kids do you have in the academy so we're licensed for 54 kids at our school and so i have 39 right now 30 36 i think it is somewhere up in there we're we're we had an amazing summer let me let me just back up and say we of course we didn't open the building officially until march of this year because we had to go through permitting and all of that and talk your licensing had to come in and and you know give us our, our license to open so when we finally opened in march we started with nine kids and okay. so wow. from march to may i just i literally watched god turn yeah. that thing around and work it in my favor and so we had some almost we were at capacity for the summer we had a summer camp this year and um, brought the kids in we took them um, on field trips twice a week and um i i'm telling y'all i just saw like things just skyrocket mm -hmm. instantly suddenly fast it was it blew my mind and yeah. then of course the summer started coming to the end and then we started pushing our school year which is what we do every day is just push education mm -hmm. um and we we didn't we didn't digress. We actually just kind of stayed, you know, stable with what we had. And then, of course, um, the bigger kids now have gone back into the public schools. And so we have the infants, we got the toddlers, we got the pre-Ks and we're doing good. I mean, we have a really good number of kids in there. And actually, to be honest with you, we're balancing out. <laughs> I have just enough kids and need more teachers. That's really what it boils down to. But that we're we're at capacity right now, just kind of just trying to really um, stabilize. I, mm -hmm. I really can't take any more kids right now until i get more staffing on board and that's a that's a good problem to have i've yeah. finally had to redirect my way of thinking to know and understand that okay just because um we're not at capacity and because i don't have the staffing that's not a bad thing that's a good thing right if i if i need more teachers in order to bring them on to help me with more kids then that says a lot it's just where we are in the um, the way of the world today as it relates to staffing. It's it's a hard, hard time for us in childcare finding teachers and finding the right people to come and work at your centers. And so um, that's the only glitch, if you ask me right now, that we're facing. And that is, again, a good problem. We're, we just need staff. Awesome. So um, somebody may be watching and maybe in the area. What are the requirements uh, for a teacher? for your academy? Oh, I'm glad you asked. That's a very good question. So A, first and foremost, they must have um, 
um, the ability to pass a background check up to the FBI level. That is one of the first requirements. Um, I do require experience in child care. I found that if I hire teachers that, that basically don't have any experience, I'm shooting myself in the foot because if I'm hinging my hat on education and if education is important to me, then I really want teachers that have that experience and know just you know how important it is to teach versus bringing in somebody that's just there, there for a job. You know, I, I've I've been on both sides of the spectrum where you've had people that really, really, really care about the kids and they want to work. And then you've I've had people that just come in simply for a paycheck. And so I do require experience. And the reason being is because, again, I do want teachers that know how to maintain the classroom, how to keep the structure, how to teach. We when I tell you all we teach, we teach, teach, teach every day. My kids don't get a break until 12 o'clock. And at that time, they're all screaming, I'm tired, I'm tired. But we work our kids and they get a very good educational component at the school. So the requirements, again, is just to simply have, um, you know, experience working in child care, number one, the uh -huh. ability to pass a background check, number two, um, and then definitely have a passion and a love and a desire um, to work with children. I do ask that they have, well, of course, you do have to have at least um, um, a high school diploma, college transcript or something on those lines as well. Um, from an educational standpoint, but even if they don't have, let's just say college hours in early childhood or um, in in college per se altogether, I will still work with them with that, even if they don't have the educational training. But I do require that they do have some type of experience working with children. Yeah. Um, and I ain't talking about just babysitting their nieces and nephews either. So. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> You will be surprised at the number of people that I get all the time. Well, I used to keep my knees and my nephew. Nah, boo, that's not the same. <laughs> that is not the same. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So now um, you so you're at capacity. Um, you don't need any more kids, but you need some teachers. Yes. How many teachers do you need? I literally need at least two full-time and one part-time. That's just how structured we are right now. And so if I were to, if I, if, if I was able to hire at least two full-time teachers right now and then a part-time, I would, I'd be a happy person. <laughs> you got to keep in mind, I get up at five in the mornings. I'm out the door at 5.30, 5.45. I open the school at six. I don't get home until six in the evening. So I've been pulling, I told my husband today, I'm like, I'm tired. I've been pulling 12 hour shifts for yeah. literally since yeah. March. And so I got to get a balance in there because even in right. that, I don't want to overwork myself and, right. you know, tire myself out. And then I lose my passion and my zeal um, mm -hmm. for what I do neither. So that's really one of the main reasons why I'm looking to get the proper staffing in there so that I can, um, you know, step back and go home in the afternoons and unwind. Right, right. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. we definitely pray that God will send you the yes, people that Lord, you, please, you Daddy. <laughs> that you need because you're doing a phenomenal, phenomenal Thank thing. You. And kids are blessed, you're blessed, and everybody that's connected with what you're doing are blessed. So whenever you get a chance to open back up, what are the requirements for the kids if somebody's looking for to have their kid come to your school? So we we bet out, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I started out in my home. Um, particularly because, and I will share this, I worked at a place where, and you know, I've been on, again, both sides, both, both ends of it, where you've had parents that really, really support their kids' education and they, they want the best for their kids' education. Um, and then I've been on the side where parents just came in there and the only thing they were concerned about was 
little Johnny's Jordans was dirty, right? Mm -hmm. Those mentalities are are totally different, and um, and it, it all depends upon really the the, the demographics of where you are. Um, so I typically vet out parents that, and, and, and honestly, if, if the educational component is not important to the parent, then I don't really necessarily, <laughs> and I hate to say it, but I don't, my school is not for them. It's not because what we do at Smart Scholars Academy is we push education. And so mm -hmm. to the mom, to the dad that's looking to enhance their child's educational career path ever before they go into uh, public schools, then that's, we're there for them. We are there for the, the, the parents that want best and better for their children's education. So the quali qualifications is really simple. Just really having a desire to want to see your kids go into the public schools. Now, I don't, I don't brag about this, but I rant and I rave about it. My kids go into the public schools at an advanced level. So we're teaching on a first grade level. We're using the at-home curriculum. And we also, this year, we incorporated the ABECA curriculum as well. So we're tying in the two curriculums. So with that, they, they already go into the public schools reading, writing. They can spell and write their first and last name. They can actually read sentences. Um, we now are moving into sight words. And so we're teaching our kids at an advanced level. Um, and I'm talking four and five-year-olds. So when my four and five-year-olds go into the public schools, they already know what's being taught in kindergarten. So typically that puts them more at an advanced level. So once they get into the public schools, they already know this. And so now they're grasping for more, but we've laid the foundation to That's say, right. hey, look, my child is already there. He's a scholar, yeah. she's a scholar. Education is important to us. And so we want better. We want more of an advanced learning. And then that typically trends or moves over into the um, gifted and talented. It, allow, it allows our kids to go into the schools and be tested for gifted and talented. Um, I have seven kids that actually completed the program that literally are in my gifted and talent, that are in gifted and talented classes right now that went through my program and we're following them. We are doing research on them. We're kind of shadowing their progression in the schools. And so mm -hmm. I have literally seven kids that are right now in gifted and talented classes that went through my pre-K program. Awesome. So what's the duration for the students um, for your school? So we, we're just um, a regular school setting, like, like the public sector. We start in September, August, should I say, and then we go through May. So we do the whole nine months, is it, of schooling. Um, we have a graduation ceremony at the end of the school year. I'm super excited about that. We're going to have our kids in caps and gowns and moms awesome. and grandmas are going to come out and celebrate with us for that particular moment. But um, yeah, we, we work alongside of the school districts and we pretty much comply with what's going on in the schools as it relates to the tenure of uh, or the duration should i say of the school year that's that's pretty much how we're open so we open um the school from from august now it was september but now it's august august to may and then we do summer camp from may until the, the end of july and so that kind of balances out where we're still year-round um mm -hmm. tending to the children and and making sure that you know that they get well uh, get that well nurturing that they need when they're with us. Awesome. Do you see the academy? Um, I, do you see yourself duplicating the academy? <laughs> well, I'm that girl that believes in not putting nothing out there until it's official. So, <laughs> of course, I'm going to be duplicating the academy. But um, yeah, we got some things on the back burner. We got some things that are actually, you know, working 
even as we speak that we're getting ready to kind of push out with um and uh, more 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 schools coming down the pipeline <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, just because uh, I was just thinking we definitely need more of you. Yes. Well, I I um I I have a four-year goal, and that is to kind of expand locally, and then I have a six-year goal, and that is to expand worldwide. I want to become nationally known as yeah. Academy, and I don't just take that lightly. If I'm if I'm pushing scholars, then we should take this abroad. Um, I know we got parents out there that want better education for their kids. And so that's what we're here for. We want to push education, make sure that our kids get that early inter intervention um, mm -hmm. in pre-Ks, early childhood developments prior to them going in, into the public schools. Awesome. Are you going to do a virtual um, segment of it? So we, last year when COVID hit, we did do an actual online university. We also have another business, it's Smart Scholars University. Mm -hmm. And that's more for the bigger kids. That's for more of the um, um, middle schoolers, early or latter elementary school students, should I say. And so, yes, we do the online intervention or online program for them, should I say. However, this year, what we did decide to do is allow several of the siblings that are in our school, we're allowing their um, um, brothers, sisters to come into the school um, and go through the university. So technically we're teaching some of the bigger kids. We have nine of them that are in the school that we're teaching physically on campus. Um, we are considering doing virtual again. We're just kind of waiting to see how this thing is going to go with COVID. I know some of the schools are now starting to shut down. Um, mm -hmm. Here in Texas, we got about five to six schools that literally are shut down um, locally that's close in. Um, and then there's talks on the table now about possibly shutting others down. So if it comes to that, then yes, we will definitely jump back into the swing of things and um, do the virtual online again this year. But right now we're just inviting the siblings because it helps us yeah. with them being at our school and the parents not, you know, transitioning the kids back and forth between the public school and then our school and the possibly coming in with COVID. So we're isolating our families that are at our school to pretty much go through our program, either through the pre-K program or through the um, university. So that's an option that we're giving the parents of um, the older kids that have older kids at home that their kids are in our school. And it's working out pretty good. Like we, we've gotten some really good, um, um, hits from that. We've gotten some really good um, enrollments from that. And again, it's pretty much the families, the siblings of the kids that are in our pre-K program. I love it. I love your strategies. I love the family, all of that. So we're going to put some information out yes. so how pe people can contact you. How could they, uh, we have a phone number and a website. So tell yep. everybody how they can stay connected. Perfect. Um, so yes, definitely. Our phone number is there. That's the direct number to the school, 832-834-3544. I say that in my sleep all night. Like I, I say that so many times, like here, call me at the school. <laughs> and then of course you can always go out and visit our website, go out there. You guys will get a chance to see all of the amazing things that we're doing out in um, um, the community as well as within our school. And that's at www.smartscholarsacademy.com. Um, that's our website. You can also um, enroll. You can ask for enrollment information on the website. You can inquire about our pricing on the website. Um, there's links out there that, that will allow the parents to connect with us if they're interested. Awesome. Anything else you want to share that you have going on? 
Well, I mean, we've been busy. So I <laughs> I really have to be honest with you. I was thinking about this today. I was driving home. I said, okay, God, I'm trying to just balance everything out right now. We've been extremely busy with just pushing the academy. Um, I do have a nonprofit Smart Scholars Foundation whereby we we have always tilled the ground as it relates to supporting our youth and being that um, um, support for them um, in crisis. For instance, we, when we had the freeze here in Texas at the beginning of the year, our foundation actually provided gloves and hats and mittens and coats for the kids. You know, a lot of times we forget about the children when we yeah. when COVID hit. We provided um, sources and resources for the children because they too were going through um, this as well. And so I'm always advocating for our children. I ask people all the time, "Don't forget about the children, y'all. If we're in a crisis, what about the kids? Like, do y'all not? Do we not realize that they too are being impacted by this? And so, as much as I push the academy, I'm always, always, always out there laying the groundwork and tilling the ground and advocating for our children because we can't ever forget about them. We got to know and understand even right now. And, and I will share this with, with you, Mr. Loris, is that our kids have not been in school for over a year. Um, they're back into the schools right now. I, I'm telling y'all there it, it's a, it's a known fact that our kids are acting out. They're having hard times adjusting and adapting and getting back into the, the compliances of the school setting, right? And so uh -huh. you're getting more and more principals. I read an article just on yesterday where an actual school, the principal in, in a course of two weeks have made 2,000 phone calls to parents about their kids' behavior at this particular school. Now you're talking 2000 kids that are acting out and misbehaving, or you've made 2000 phone calls, should I say? That's crazy to me, yeah. that's crazy, right? So that tells me that there is a problem that we need to step back and address and look at the fact that, okay, what's going on with our children? Mm -hmm. Well, hey, they too have feelings. They too are concerned, they too are afraid. They don't wanna be there. They're afraid of COVID just like everybody else is. And so we're pushing them in the schools and saying, hey, go learn and don't worry about COVID. And they're not adapting to that. And I don't blame them. So mm -hmm. it's just that, that's who we are. We're advocating for our children. We're always, always, always out there making sure that people don't understand that our kids are just as important as the adults are. And so that's what I'd like to add if, if you gave, since you gave me that opportunity <laughs> to share yeah. the fact that we do have our nonprofit, Smart Scholars Foundation, and we're always advocating for our children um, under the, uh, the nonprofit. Awesome. So what have you heard maybe from a child um, that have experienced your school of their expression on, you know, the love or you know, how they feel about being at your academy. That has, yeah. you know, well, it's funny that you asked me that. Um, mm -hmm. Today, my, I had a teacher that officially, I think I told you, officially started today, right? Yes. And so I've been teaching. I've been kind of in the classroom. I've been with them. And she said, oh, my God, Miss Felicia, um, I can tell that these kids love you because I pulled back today. I let her have them. They were in the classroom with her the entire duration of the morning class. And so she said they kept asking, when can we go see Miss Felicia? When can we go see Miss Felicia? And of course, that made you feel good. Yeah. It made me feel amazing. But that's just who I am. Like, I'm going to make sure that my kids are well tended to. They know that I love them. They know that I care. She was saying today, like, I love the way you address the kids because I am. I'm always is walking around the school what sweet girl what do you want you know um like they'll go miss felicia yeah. miss felicia all day long yes dear what do you want sweet girl what do you want sweet boy and yeah. so that's my way of addressing them and making sure that they know that i'm listening and that i hear and mm -hmm. that i care 
And so that's kind of, you know, my my mode of operandi when it comes to making sure that my kids in the school know that I'm not just here to um, um, put you in the classroom and not have any hands on when it comes to your education. I'm here. I'm supporting you. I'm pushing you. I'm backing you. I'm encouraging you. And so it just it made me feel good today when she told me that they were asking for me. I was like, oh, Lord, hey, we all adapt to this change. That is awesome. I got paperwork I got to work on. So I'm trying to pull, pull back and let the teacher have the classroom now. Awesome. Well, we thank you for doing what you do in the community is much needed. It's uh, much needed to multiply and grow in abundance. So I pray that God continues to bless you and your awesome. family and your ministry. Uh, that's really ministry because you're loving on the kids. You know what I'm saying? And yep. um, just um, I pray that you get those two full-time teachers and that one part-time in Jesus' name. Yes. Yeah, so you can continue doing what you do. Any last words um, of encouragement? I was looking at the comments. Don, Donald said, I got him wanting to apply. Donald, if you got experience, <laughs> on, brother. <laughs> I hire male teachers too. Hey, if you got a love and want a desire for children, we're there. But um, no, I personally would like to, again, just thank you for this opportunity to be on your show tonight. I really, really have not been pushing, you know, a lot of what we're doing simply because I've just been busy. I've been in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I've been, um, you know, focus, focusing on our children. And from time to time, I do slow down and try to get myself out there and let the people know that, hey, we're still over here pushing and grinding and making sure that the kids are well tended to. But I personally wanted to just say thank you again for thank having you. me on tonight. I truly appreciate it. You're very, very welcome. All right. Last minute of encouraging words. All right. Well, to all of the parents that are watching me, let me say this. Um, our kids are going through just as much as we've been through. And even now we're going through it. I hear adults saying all the time, man, I'm overloaded. And, um, you know, we feel weighted down with the weight of the world and COVID and so many people have died. So many people have lost their lives just in the course of a year with COVID. And so, um, to the parents that are watching me, I, I say to you, wrap your arms around your children every day, share that love share that concern, share that care for your children. They need you. They need us. Um, we can't forget about them. And as much as, and I totally get it, you guys are stressed out, you're overwhelmed, you're overworked, you're underpaid, um, unemployment has run out, whatever the case may be. I, I just want to admonish you on tonight to don't forget about your children. Don't forget about these babies. Let's not take for granted that our kids are with us and we have them here today. The world is shifting and I do. I continuously cover my children, my sure. grandchildren. I, I continuously cover them in prayer. God forbid, I don't want anything to ever happen to them. But likewise to you as parents, uh -huh. Just cover your children in prayer. Don't send them out of your house in the mornings without that prayer of protection around them. Don't send them out without a hug. Don't send them out with an encouraging word. We do affirmations every morning. I remind my kids that they're scholars. I remind my kids that they can do anything. I remind my kids that they will succeed at anything that they put their hands to. So as parents, I just want to encourage you guys to do the same thing. Love on your kids. Make sure that they know that you're there. Make sure that they know that they can count on you. And by all means, wrap your arms around your children tonight and let them know that you love them. Amen and amen to that. Thank you, Miss Felicia.
You are welcome, my dear. Thank you for your time. Thank you for what you do in the community. So may God continue to bless you and cover you as well as you are on the mission to be a blessing to others. In Jesus. Thank you. You're, welcome. You're very welcome. Well, thank you all for watching. You guys make sure you like and share this broadcast and just encourage one another. And if you're in the area, stay tuned. So when she opened up spots that your kids can get in there. <laughs> That's right. Call me. We got a waiting list going on right now. Oh, okay, good. Once I get That's teachers, good. we'll be able to open back up the waiting list and get some more kids in there. But right now, just I'm gonna halt. <laughs> Understandable. I understand yeah. that it will happen. So thank you so much for your time. I know you're tired. <laughs> So you have a phenomenal. <laughs> so you have thank you. Thank you're you. You're very welcome. And we're going to turn it over to our sponsors. This is Dolores Williams with Divine Connection. Make sure you stay connected to the number one divine connector, which is Jesus Christ. All right, hold tight, and we're going to go to our sponsors. Hold tight. Do you need a radiant style? Come and see Delphine at Radiant African Hair Braiding Shop at 410 Four Seasons Boulevard at Four Seasons Mall on the second floor in Greensboro, North Carolina. We design creative styles of braiding, crochet, sew-ins, wedding styles, and so much more. Appointments and walk-ins are welcome. We also have a salon booth for We are open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m to 7 p.m. Contact Delphine today, 336-210-3102. Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at DivineConnectionsMagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now.